to another episode, episode 65. I almost said 46. I don't know where that came from. We've been, haven't been in the forties for a good, good chunk of time now. 65 episodes for 65. a good, for a good 20 episodes. Right. Like I said, uh, well, before I kind of started looking over like, Oh no, we're episode four. Oh, wait a second. I got to look over. We're 65, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome everybody. Glad you, uh, uh, glad you're taking some time out of your day to listen to us. We appreciate it. Um, hopefully we get, get you, get you tuned in a little bit, grab your attention. Uh, we're going to talk, talk a little bit about, I guess, stuff that's kind of happened in the, in the MMA, the MMA, UFC, MMA fight UFC, world, fight world. Yeah. And then, you know, some, some, uh, hunting stuff. I don't, not really hunting topics, but just more, I guess, well, like kind of hunting topics, but hunting life or what, you know, revolves around the hunting world, some topics around that. Um, so, you know, uh, hopefully, hopefully we can spin our words in a way to keep you uh, motivated to stay tuned and enjoy what we have to say. But with that being said, I'll just go ahead and kind of take us into it. So we had couple good fights or a good fight maybe i don't know if you call it a good you would do you call it a good fight this this last uh, bout <laughs> oh man uh i don't know did you have been did, a good fight right <laughs> yeah um it was it was definitely interesting you know i i feel like every time i spend money on these fights they they always end in a way where it's like I have to question myself. Did, did I get my money's worth or did I, did I overpay for this one? And I feel like every time I pay for one, that's kind of what I leave with. Um, I don't know. Is there any thoughts that you have like off the top or do you want me to just roll away with it? I'll let you go ahead and go into it. Cause I, you know, all my stuff I know about is all aftermath. So I didn't experience the fight or watch it. And I haven't really honestly dug, dive, dove, dove dived dove dove too far too far into you know like the fight i just you know here a little bit here and there so i would just go ahead and let you i guess give what you want to say and then go okay there. well um yeah i'll start out this way because i watched i watched all the fights and uh and I, I gotta say um uh greg hardy he was he, uh, I, I really thought he would have a better showing than he did. And I can't remember what round he got knocked out in. I, I want to say it might've been the first round. I don't even think he got out of the first round, but he looked pretty aggressive at first. Greg Hardy is an ex football player. And, uh, oh. I don't know a lot about him, but I've, you know, his name's been brought up and, uh, well, he had a little bit of controversy in his, in his football career and long story short, he, he was uh, probably not well liked in the football world for a while, but uh, uh, had a little run in with some uh, domestic abuse or something. And and uh, but I've I've you know his name is always being talked about in the UFC world. And and uh, I heard a um, anyway, so I kind of followed him a little bit, you know, seeing how he was doing. And uh, at the beginning of the fight, they were like, oh, you know, he he's been talking about how how uh, how he's been working really hard on his craft and really trying to do the thing. And, and he's a heavyweight. So, you know, heavyweight game is just, I mean, it's kind of a puncher's chance and, and um, I'll probably get, I'll probably get who he fought uh, 
I'll probably get his name wrong, but uh, Ty Tavesa. I, I can't remember exactly how you pronounce his name, and anybody listening probably give me a little bit of crap for that if you're a big UFC guy. But anyways, he's a pretty good fighter. Whenever I first when when he first walked out, I'm like I'm like oh, I think Greg Hardy has this one. You know, just kind of looking off a of pre- presence because Greg Hardy is a lot bigger and. Uh, I was like, man, it kind of, you know, just off of looks, it looks like Greg Hardy might have this one. And that guy was, um, he's a character. He's probably going to be a pretty big name in the UFC, but he knocked out Greg Hardy and Greg Hardy. He looked really good at the beginning of the fight, but didn't, he, you know, he, he fell quick. He got, he got hit with a good, uh, a good, I think it was a hook and fell to the canvas and, and it was lights out for him. Uh, but Ty, uh, he's a character. He he on the on his walkout or whenever he's walking out of the the uh, arena, he was grabbing it, just something that he does, I guess. But he was grabbing people's like people were pouring beer in their shoes and giving him beer, and uh, and so he had drank the beer out of out of people's shoes. Kind of disgusting, <laughs> but I don't know. He's probably going to end up being a fan favorite because of stuff like that, you know. Um, so he's kind of a character, but it was, it was cool to watch. Uh, the other one, which I think might've been the fight of the night. I I don't really know. I'm pretty sure it was, was, uh, Sean O'Malley and Chris, uh, (laughs) these guys' names kind of, you got, you know, especially the first time that I ever heard their name, but Mutino, um, Chris Mutino, that was like the fight of the night. Chris O'Malley, he's kind of an up, up and comer and, uh, and uh he's good he's really good and this chris guy he he kind of took the fight on a short notice but he was his stature was a lot smaller than chris o'malley's but that guy he just kept pressing forward the whole time i mean he got punched so many times and you would think that he was you know like you're like man this guy should have gotten knocked out like a long time ago but he just he stayed on his feet and kept pressing forward. It was a really good fight. It was one that you really missed or that, that like you didn't want to miss, I should say. Oh. And then, uh, you know, I won't spend too much time on those guys, but the big one is uh, Poirier and McGregor. And uh, obviously, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of stuff there. Now I just want to explain it from, from my, my point of view. i I didn't always know Dustin Poirier for the longest time, but you know, or not his whole career, I should say, but I did, I have gotten to know him in the last like year or so. Uh, His name has been kind of brought up a lot more and, and I followed him and, and every time I heard him talk, uh, he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. He, him and uh, Theo Vaughn, who's a comedian. uh, I, I listen to their podcast and, and their friends are both from Louisiana. And anyway, um, listening to their podcast or listening to him talk and stuff, I became a fan of Dustin Poirier, but I, I didn't really, you know, I've kind of, I guess after this fight, kind of understand or know him a little bit better um, as a, as a fighter. And I was already a fan of his, or I thought he was a really good dude. That's the biggest thing is, is he's a really good dude. Um, he does the, uh, he builds wells for the pygmies, uh, or he's with that organization, uh, with Justin, Justin Wren and, uh, Manny Pacquiao. 
I believe is, is who he said he was partnered up with. And what they do is they try to raise money to build wells for the pygmies and, uh, you know, to, I don't know, just pretty cool, pretty cool thing. And, and it, and he kept bringing that up in his post post fight interviews. He kept bringing that up and about how that meant a lot more to him that he, you know, really, really wanted to put his name behind that. And just a really, uh, just like I said, just kind of like listening to his interviews and stuff. And I'm like, man, that's a really good dude. But anyways, getting into the fight, that's what everybody really cares about, I guess, is the thoughts and opinions of the fight. And, um, my personal take was I'm kind of, I was always a fan of McGregor. Uh, just, I, I've been trying to break it down and I don't know if I still got it completely understood in my own mind, but I was a fan of him because of the, of his come up. You know, he was this confident guy, like overly confident guy, trash talk, uh, right. You know, just totally, um, showy and almost can back it in a way. Like, you know, he was cocky, he, but like he could back it up. Yeah, it. exactly. And, uh, and I mean, like everybody else, you know, I mean, you become a fan of them. You, you know, it's easy, easy to be a fan of. Um, I feel like since everything has happened as far as making all the money and stuff, I mean, I feel like he's kind of lost a step. I feel like he's lost a step in his hunger. I mean, not, not even maybe his fight game, but his hunger, um, the way he trash talks, you know, I think, I think sometimes whenever you're a trash talker like that, you kind of run out of original material and uh, you start, you start kind of, you start kind of going doing things that are out of character or maybe not the most sportsmanlike stuff. And, and, and what I mean by that is, is, you know, Dustin Poirier, he said in this post-fight interview, he's like, he's like this guy, this guy, you know, he's talking about how he was going to kill me and, and, and put me in the grave and, you know, all this stuff. And he's like, you know, I get trash talking, but talking about killing somebody is kind of a whole nother level. And, and whenever he said that, I like, I was like, man, he's, he's right. Like, you know, it's kind of disgusting of McGregor to do that. And I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I lost a little respect for him, uh, for McGregor for, you know, kind of, kind of going that route, I guess, you know, to, so, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like, I don't, <laughs> I didn't follow it that closely. I didn't, you know, I had kind of tuned in after the fight and kind of watched some memes and stuff. And, and anyways, and I'm probably jumping the gun a little bit, but wasn't like McGregor a little disrespectful. Was it McGregor disrespectful to his wife to um, what's his face, his wife after during while he was down? Like, yeah. Yeah. So he was, he was like, your wife was in my DMS and, whatever it, you know and 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 even that it, i feel like that you know it's just in mcgregor's uh uh nature to always have something to say but as soon as he said that you know me and my wife were watching and she's like you think that's true and i said i said no it's not even remotely true i i feel like everybody that like that's the new age of of trash talk right is you, right. you run you run out of good material to say and so you say oh your girl was in my dms and um you know it, it's kind of cringy if you ask me like it's just kind of a whole nother level of of douchebaggery in my opinion <laughs> um, right that that uh stand up side of it all you kind of almost 
I guess, stepping down to a level that's not really necessary to go to. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I mean, I know that he's trying to promote a fight and, you know, their, their last fight to kind of go back was, which was in January. And I didn't buy that one. I wish I would have now me and my wife, I, I, I think we're really getting into, it. I mean, we're going to probably go broke by the end of the year, buying all these <laughs> fights, but we've been getting into them, you know, they're just exciting and fun entertainment, but, um, I didn't buy that second fight or the, the number two, cause they've fought three times now and I didn't buy number two, but I did, you know, I was watching the, the highlights, if you will, some of the, the pre-fight stuff and post-fight stuff. And they were really respectful to each other uh, on that last fight. And I think, I think after McGregor got knocked out and, and lost that last fight, this one was like, he was really trying to overprove himself. And so he kind of came in with a whole new approach and he was talking trash, you know, bringing in the wife thing, talking about killing Dustin and uh, just the whole thing. And I don't know, it just, it just kind of, you know, all these years kind of rooting for him and kind of going for him, you know, just, I, it all kind of went away this time for me. Cause, um, I just, I don't know. It just kind of, it was, it was a little too cringy. You know, I, I respect a good trash talk and I respect a, uh, you know, it's exciting. It kind of reminds me of, uh, of Muhammad Ali in a way. And I'm a Muhammad Ali is like way before my time, obviously, but at the same time going back and looking at, you know, all the footage of him and, and all the smack talk and stuff, you know, and, and, that you know he he sold fights i mean that was the the thing is ali really sold fights and and uh and so mcgregor was kind of like that that personality a little bit you know the new age muhammad ali kind of thing and so i i've I've always been a fan of him but i this this last fight like just kind of changed in me a little bit i say all that though i'm because i'm getting way off course here i say all that because uh, we don't bet a lot of money, but it's it's fun to put a couple bucks on fights, right? Because even just a couple bucks, you you go for the person that you you put money right. on. And I put a couple bucks on McGregor actually. Now my thinking was, is I'm like, and and it was a little bit before I I knew that they were trash talking, but everything that I heard before this, I wasn't doing a lot of research. This was all kind of more after the fact that I kind of started formulating these opinions about McGregor. Anyways, uh, I was like, I was like, man, McGregor just seems like he's like really, you know, he has that killer that killer mentality right now. Like he's gonna win this, you know. So I was like, I'll put a couple bucks toward him, and then he ended up losing. Now. I, I mean, I even told my wife at the beginning of the fight, I'm like, I like both of them. Like, I don't, you know, like I'm not necessarily, I'm putting my money toward McGregor, but I, I like both of them. Like, I think Dustin's a good dude from what I know of him, but I'm putting my money toward McGregor. Now I wish I wouldn't have. She put her money toward Poirier and uh, <laughs> won a little bit of money, but, um, and I, you know, I lost. She, I had to borrow money from her today, so. <laughs> or Monday. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, yeah. So, um, but 
getting into the fight itself, it was, it was exciting at first, you know, I mean, McGregor came out, he was doing these leg kicks, which ultimately uh, probably was part of his demise. Um, But he came out like doing these leg kicks and I'm like, Oh, he's going to win. You know, I was getting all excited. I was like, ah, you know, I bet. Right. (laughs) And then, uh, and then they finally tangled up Dustin, Dustin, uh, I think got him with a few punches kind of, kind of stumbled them a tad bit and and uh they they ended up tangling up and then the rest of the time they were up against the fence for the most part and dustin was on top of him uh he almost got him on the i can't think of the name right now the chokehold or whatever um uh mcgregor almost got dustin and i i thought maybe there was going to be a tap out but it didn't happen he got out of it and then Dustin was just on top of him pounding, pounding ground, grounding the whole time. I will give it to McGregor though. The guy's still tough, man. He might be a billionaire, but he's still tough as nails. Cause uh, <laughs> you know, he held in there, he held in there. And I was, there was a few times that I was like, I, I really thought the ref was going to uh, call the fight in Dustin's uh-huh. favor. And, and he did it. And I'm glad he did not Now, uh, going back to the O'Malley and, and uh, Chris fight, I think it was Herb, the, the referee that, that stopped that fight with 30 seconds left. Now, Chris been getting hit the whole time, stopped that fight with 30 seconds left. And I'm like, why, why, why did you stop it? Like there was 30 seconds left. He's been getting beat up the whole time and you stop it with 30 seconds left. It, It didn't really make sense. So, fast forwarding back to the McGregor fight. I was like, I was kind of worried that, uh, Herb. And I don't know if Herb like was like, "Ah, I probably shouldn't have stopped that last one. So he was kind of hanging on a little longer on this next one. But, uh, I was kind of worried about him stopping the fight, uh, early. And I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, maybe it would have been better for it to happen, but, I don't know. Then I don't know if the storyline would have worked out as well, because now uh, obviously like right before the round, the first round was over, McGregor did get on his feet and then he tried to kick Dustin Poirier went back to land or, you know, kicked him, kicked at him. I don't even know if he connected. And then he went back to uh, catch his balance and then his foot broke. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, you know, the fight was over. It was a doctor stoppage. Now, with that said, there's there's an opportunity there for a fourth fight because, in some sense, the the uh, you know was the was the fight was it settled? You know, I mean, it's right. it's kind of it's a toss up. You know, right? Did um, he truly win on on being technically better or you know endure more? I mean, I guess kind of yeah, but in a way, no. Like exactly. So it, you know, I mean, we'll see how it all plays out because I, I kind of feel like there, there's an angle where, you know, McGregor will come back. And so there, there, I'm pretty sure regardless, regardless if they fight or not, again, I'm pretty sure that they're going to fight the, both of them will fight somebody else before they fight each other again. Poirier is going to go for the belt. I'm pretty sure. 
And then McGregor is going to have to have a warm up fighter or maybe even two. So there's going to be there. And then, and now his leg has to heal up and everything has to go that right. route. But I'm pretty sure that, um, I mean, what if McGregor loses one of those warm up fights? You know, right. then is there, is there even a, a need for that fourth fight? You know? Yeah. And, I mean, there's an angle there that that all could happen. So, um, I mean, we'll see what it, what what comes, and I hope it happens sooner than later. But it probably won't happen till next year or even the year after. McGregor hasn't been that active. He has a foot that that needs healing up. You know, man, I'll tell you. <laughs> I was like, whenever I saw that, <laughs> I told my wife, "I'm like, I'm so glad I got." I got strong bones, big legs. <laughs> Cause I mean, it just looked like a, looked like a toothpick breaking almost, you know, it was crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, ah, man, I can't imagine that the pain, you know, well, I mean, luckily well, I just, I just kind of go like, you know, your brain, you're so amped up on fighting and your foot gives out on your breaks. And then like, you know, like, how does your brain function that or, you know, compute it, you know, like, <laughs> hold up, you got something broken and, but your whole mentality is like so amped up of like moving forward. And like, you know, I just, I feel like that'd be like the weirdest of like all oh, too, like, Oh, I got this excruciating pain, but I got to keep fighting, you know? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's even, I mean, I, I looked because I can't help myself, but like it was hard to look. It's hard to watch those replays, watching yeah. that foot go sideways, and ah, oh, yeah, it was tough, but very exciting. Uh, you know, I know this is a hunting podcast, and hopefully, my my fighting analogies and everything get a little bit better. But every once in a while, we like to change it up and just bring up some fighting stuff and or UFC or, or really anything. I think we brought up a little bit of football in the past, a little bit of. I think we brought up fighting more than we have anything else, yeah. but I'd like to bring up a little bit of sports every once in a while. And, and, uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was a man. It was, it was fun to watch. Um, I was, I was pretty glad that I bought it, you know, and going back to the, you know, it only lasted one round, you know, the whole reason you buy the fight is, you know, those other fights were pretty good and I'm not mad at them at all, but you know, you buy those main event fights because you want to see a royal, you know, a a a, a dog fight. You know, you just want to see this, and then it's over in the first round. And especially due to a broken foot, you're like, ah, oh, man, did I uh, did I blow my money on this, or you know, was it worth it, or should I have? Right. Should I have? Uh, uh you know, not bought it. I guess so. <laughs> um, but regardless it was worth it it was fun you know it was fun to watch and i mean it's one of those things those those big name fights like that the next one i think that's coming up is is um tyson fury going into boxing but it's tyson fury and uh <laughs> oh man i hate it whenever i do this uh what's his face the guy that he fought last time um i'll think of it later but anyways that's a pretty big fight coming up and, uh, you know, it's one of those things, take my money, <laughs> you know, so, True. uh, I can't help myself sometimes, but, 
it'll be fun. It'll be fun right. to watch. But yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, I know we're a hunting podcast. We talk about hunting, but every once in a while, it's kind of fun to just bring up something else and and share my thoughts on it. Like like I said earlier, I haven't fully formulated my thoughts on on everything. I just kind of know, like right now, I'm kind of like, man, McGregor was kind of a douchebag this time, you know, and it kind of made me made me lose respect for him. And right um, when he was sitting there on the canvas, and I mean there's kind of a point where where like i respect him for talking trash after he broke his foot but he was talking trash like even after after he broke his foot and laying on the ground and i don't know like you know there's a part of me always like the in fights the one thing that i personally always like i mean when when there's bad blood there's bad blood but what i personally always like is whenever after all the trash talking and everything and they go to blows and they get done and they can shake hands and be like, Hey, great fight. You know, you put on a great fight tonight. Um, right. I always like that sportsmanship, you know? And so sometimes whenever it's not there, it's just, it just seems kind of cringy. And I don't know, maybe McGregor's fighting demons that um, we, you know, us as fans don't understand, but it's uh I don't know. I mean, he's just, you know, hopefully he figures it out. Hopefully he kind of gets back to the McGregor that he was. But when you're a billionaire, I can imagine, I mean, you know, if I was ever a billionaire, I could tell you that I, I probably wouldn't be so interested in fighting people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, right. Yeah. I'm done. (laughs) Kind of. I mean, so I kind of, I guess, I guess in a sense though, kind of, kind of talking it out like that. I do kind of have respect for him. The fact that he, you know, he's probably the only billionaire to ever, everybody calls up says he's a billionaire. I don't know if he's really a billionaire, but I've been hearing that name, that word float around with his name attached to it. So, but, uh, you know, I guess you got to kind of respect the fact that he's a billionaire and still fighting. Most billionaires don't fight. So I guess you got to respect him for that, but it's, um, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty crazy and and uh i don't know i'm uh definitely after this weekend watching that fight though like poirier like like i said i liked him before didn't really know a lot about him but i liked him before the fight but after the fight i'm like i i'm like i'm kind of a fanboy of this guy (laughs) he's pretty cool dude so uh excited to see what he does in the future and uh see where he takes his career and uh I don't know. You got any more to put on the fight necessarily? No, no, that's about it. That's all. Like I said, I just saw the aftermath and just nuts that he broke his foot. And then even more nuts that he was sitting there with a broken foot and throwing out trash. Like, (laughs) yeah. But anyways, yeah, no, that's, I, I'm, that's all I got. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's all I got too. I guess the, the, uh, the lesson of the day, though, is don't be throwing other men's wives in the <laughs> right in the trash talk as well, because that's just kind of cringy, dirty, yeah, sleazy. Guy's a billionaire and he feels like he has to go that route. I mean, you know what? What are we doing? So, right, yeah. But anyway, so I saw too that uh, you posted on our uh, Facebook, Instagram. 
of a little of a buck. <laughs> a little buck, yeah. Yeah, I was uh I was driving to work and saw a buck crossing the road right in front of me and and uh I was I was kind of surprised because I haven't really been seeing a lot of wildlife lately and I I was kind of figuring it was because it was so hot. But yesterday in the morning time, I, I noticed I was now I can I I did look whenever I I did look at the temperature, but I can't remember for the life of me what the temperature was, but I want to say it's like around 50 degrees or something. So yesterday it kind of cooled down quite a bit. And I was like, I wonder if that has something to do with the movement a little bit as it cooled down and they're like, Oh, you know, let's, let's go find new new territory to feed and water or something. I don't know what it was, but I, I know I, you know, I've been paying more attention and trying to, you know, see animals whenever I can. And, and I really have the last month or so, I really haven't been seeing a lot of wildlife and, and yeah, had one day that seemed a little colder than the rest and saw me a buck, took a picture of it, put it on Instagram and, and uh, not really much to the story there, but I did kind of find it interesting that it was uh, you know, that I just was seeing them running around and, the only the only variable that i could think of of why i saw him yesterday and not the last month was maybe the a little bit of weather change still getting hot still getting hot as heck in the in the afternoons but but it was kind of a little colder yesterday morning and so i was hmm. just kind of one of those things that i you know took note of i guess but speaking yeah. of me seeing a buck you were saying to me earlier that you uh yeah, a couple so, also. Yeah, we did. It's actually uh, I got to give credit to the old to my wife for spotting. Well, there was it's kind of funny. There was two of them, but she spotted one of them and said, "You see that deer under that tree?" Well, so I'll back up. We went for a Sunday drive up along the bench here in uh, North Salt Lake, along the mountain range, and you know there's homes that are right up along it, and uh, we just went like I said, just going for a drive, not expecting to see anything, just getting out of the house and her heading heading down the hill and she's all see that buck so huh she's like oh there's a buck back there it might have been a statue but it, that thing was laying still i was like oh well get your camera ready we'll flip around and go look at it so we flip around and we start driving back up and she's like it was under that tree so i look under the tree and sure enough there's this buck setting laying you know bedded up with its head up and uh, i was like oh that you know it's a four point it looks pretty good so we sat there and we take a couple pictures and, and it was on the opposite side of the road. So, you know, I pulled over to the side of the road that I was on and we're snapping pictures and, and it was in the back, it was on a hillside and it was kind of lucky that we could even see in it. And I knew that if we turned around and uh, got on the other side, it would be, you know, just a little closer to it. So I wanted to get closer to it and while still being in the car. So I go to drive up and we, and just on the other side of the fence, like there was this two point bedded up and that was the one she saw. So like, so we snapped a couple of pictures of that turned around and went back down and snapped some of that one under the tree. And the, again, on this other four point on the other side, so that was kind of funny. She's like, Oh, that's, you know, she, we just drove past and we turned around and there was, we thought was the one that she saw, but the one she saw was on the other side of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But they were just bedded up 
in this guy's yard under this big pine tree, you know, wow. it was a big two point. It's two. I mean, he wasn't, you know, like as far as I'm sure there's bigger two points, but it wasn't like a little forky, you know, he, he had, it was two points, but he was pretty tall and decently, uh, had some decent width to him, but the four point, he wasn't, you know, nothing, wasn't a big four point, but he was a four point. And then we drove down the hill a little further and we turned down a street and here comes another little, little forky coming up the road. <laughs> wow. And then, and then behind him, there was another like little spiky, little spike thing that was on the side of the road. So like we saw four bucks just driving the neighborhood and it was kind of odd. That little, that little one, that last one we came up, he was mangy looking. Yeah. It didn't you know, look too good. Yeah. I was like, man, I, hopefully that's not, you know, like good thing I'm not hunting deer this year because, you know, if, <laughs> I don't know if it was, you know, just a hot, dry summer or if he just sick or what, but, you know, I was like, dude, he does not look like a very well, very meaty buck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying, I'm sure he's not that big because he's a two point, you know, he's not that old, but <laughs> yeah, didn't look all that, that great, but but yeah, so it's, at least both of us got to see some deer without really going off into the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice little, nice little uh, change of pace. I know yeah. for me, like I said, no, I know for me, I haven't seen, I haven't seen any for, for at least a month. It seems like, give or take. I mean, usually I see them all the time, and I just haven't really been seeing much at all lately. So, yeah, whenever I saw them, I just thought. And then a buck on top of that, that he had a doe, the, the one, or he had a doe with him also. I didn't have that in the, I didn't have her in the picture, but, um, but he did have a doe with her. Yeah. I'm sure that was his mom. <laughs> yeah. You might be right. Might be right. But it was cool to see him regardless, but, uh, no, you kinda, it is cool. yeah, go ahead. No, uh, no, I, uh, well, okay, yeah, I guess I will. I was just going to uh, kind of segue into uh, you. Kind of, you kind of brought it up that you didn't have a deer tag this year. Yeah, that, you know, kind of along those lines. You know, talking about seeing deer. You know, it's kind of fun to see them, and it's kind of odd. I've, this isn't the first year without a deer tag, but you know, that's kind of what my hunting, I guess you want to call it a career. My hunting life has been revolved around deer. So like whenever I don't have a deer tag, it just feels kind of odd, you know, like I need to be out searching for deer and, and in a way it's kind of nice, you know, just to focus on the elk, but it just feels almost naked in a way without having a deer tag, you know, it's just, you know, something's not right, but, but, you know, I feel like I need to be out there looking for deer, but it's kind of nice in a way to be like, oh no, I can just focus on the elk and not, not stress about the deer, but I do I do miss, in a way, searching for deer. It is kind of fun to search for deer and see where they pop out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it's always fun. Um, I was going to say, you kind of brought up a good point about just searching for elk. Last year, whenever we went hunting together, and uh, I did feel like it was kind of it, it was kind of weird at times because, like, I felt like uh, 
like some some moments we were like hunting for elk and some moments we were hunting for deer you know it was kind of like right. always, it was kind of a little bit of back and forth and even i guess even even today i'm like i i don't know which one we were hunting for more <laughs> i think we're <laughs> right kind of hunting for both of them about the same you know so yeah which, maybe if we would have focused on one maybe it would have changed a few approaches and we might have had a little more success in one way or another but right yeah, I I mean, there's probably something to be said there where it's not so confusing because, like, you know, if you only focus on one, you don't have to worry about what you're searching for for the other. So unless you're just in an area. Anyways, yeah, there's all the scenarios. Oh, you're in a great area. There's going to be opportunities for both. But anyways, but yeah, it, it last year it did fill. There was a couple times, you know, it's like, oh, well, saw some elk tracks. We're hunting for elk now. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it was still fun Don't, doesn't really matter but yeah yeah i just kind of i remember there's a few times i'm like i'm like i need to confirm with joe what what we're hunting for right now because i don't i'm not 100 percent sure well i think i was mostly hunting deer but like at the same time like i think that one guy that we bumped into the last day i was like oh yeah we're hunting elk <laughs> and then he like went into a big old spiel about how to hunt, how he hunt elk and how it's supposed to be done and we're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. too, yeah. But I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody, everybody has an opinion how you're supposed to do it. It's, right. always, fun. it's always fun to hear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy hearing that one. <laughs> right. I mean, like I did take away, you know, what he had to say, but it was just funny. Like how he just dove into like his almost like it was like a religion on how yeah. to do it i mean of course it brought him success so yeah he's gonna hunt that way but in that area that he he was hunting but it was just you know got a lecture got a lecture lecture on hunting elk when we weren't searching for one <laughs> yeah yeah i <laughs> i don't know yeah oh uh, it's always nice whenever you hear somebody's opinion they don't even know half of what you've done oh right. you gotta hunt up there well we were up there that's right. We just got back. We're actually <laughs> leaving from up there. We got to head home now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, well, and then, I mean, you know, I, I was going to ask you actually, um, do you, are, do you ever have plans on going back to the honey hole? Uh, I don't know. Cause I kind of got mixed emotions on that because I, you know, it's, that honey hole was nice. Like I can, still can't believe how much sign that we saw. Like, you know, it wasn't like any doubt of what sign we saw. Like it was both deer and elk and there was a lot of it. And, you know, the downside to it was, is it, if now that we've been there, we know where to go, but it's also, I'll say it, it's close to a road and other people can find it too. Mm -hmm. So you know, I, I'll probably go back at some point and try to look there. But like, if I get a tag, yeah, I'll be back in there. I'll probably check it out just because it was, I, it still amazes me how much sign that we saw. Like, yeah, I've, I still feel like if we would have, if we would have saw it earlier, we might have had at least a few, a uh, few chances. Right. If we would have, if we would have went down there earlier in the, in the uh, weekend, but I mean, right. 
you know, you live and you learn, but, um, but yeah, that, that is, that is the hard thing, man. It was so hard to get away from the roads and I can only imagine, you know, I mean, we talked about it a million times on the podcast about elk, not really like elk and deer, both not really liking motorized vehicles and almost everywhere you went, that's all you could hear is motorized vehicles. So. Right. Well, like that's like the, so that next, I think it was the next week and I went back in there and I did hunt it for deer. And when I was, the, I got, I, I got up there too late to go in to actually hunt. So I just glassed that area from the road. And, uh, you know, and there was like two other hunters that were in there doing the same thing, you know? So it's like, it's known. I mean, it's kind of cool that that area can be seen from the road. Cause like, <laughs> it's hard like it's yeah it was i still can't believe how much sign that we saw in there like it was everywhere <laughs> yeah and that wallow too i mean that wallow looked fairly fresh and yeah i don't know it was but like you said it being right next to the road and other hunters and it probably gets hit pretty hard whenever Right. Like you almost got to hit it opening weekend and hope that not a lot of other people are hitting it at the same time. And then after that, it's probably because it wasn't the biggest area either. So no, you almost, you might have, you know, before they like, uh, before the elk and deer realize that they're getting pressured and head out. And the other thing too, is there's the other side of it is you think of it. There's some escape routes out of there. And that, like that, that area had a lot of feed in there. So, like, if you, I don't know if they were, you know, like going in there at night, and then, you know, heading out their escape routes and getting into places that people don't go. So there could have been elk in that along that ridge, just further, you know, deeper in, down it, you know, just where people weren't going. Yeah, because there is some looking back, and there is some big timber you know, in that area, just, you know, and there was no one else when we were there. And when I was up there again, there was no one else going into that spot into those areas where that other timber was, but they were a hike, you mm-hmm. know, it wasn't like, you know, I'm going to leave and be there in 10 minutes. It was a good hike to get to some of those spots. So it might be worth going back in there and just glassing those spots too, just seeing if there's any activity. So I'll, I'll probably be smart to go in there and, spend some time glass in those areas yeah for sure but yeah yeah i I really like that area i I don't know there's a lot of good area in there that that um that dark timber that we walked in was was pretty sweet too uh i wish that we would have i guess one of my regrets because i was i you know, I feel like it was kind of on me because kind of talked you out of it. I'm like, man, it's so thick in here. But but there's a part of me that regrets it. And I'm like, you know what? We should have walked it through there. You know, I mean, it was like one of those things. <laughs> Just wasn't in my right mind, I guess, or whatever. But it wasn't my hunt to really even say anything. So I'm, I feel bad about that. But but uh, and I don't know. It just it seemed like it was so um, so dense in there and stuff. I'm like, man, walking through here is something else so i was like i don't know well that was my that was my first time into that area too so you know it was it was something else and i'll probably 
I've, I'll probably get that tag again at some point and we'll be in somewhere in that area. Cause I want to, I'd like to pull a deer out of there at some, at some point in my life. It's just one of those goal areas in a way, but yeah, I think, I think it'd be, it'd be fun to pull something out of there. It would have yeah. been nice if we would have just got something in that private that we hunted first. Right. Got our deer there and then just spent the rest of the time just focusing on elk. That would have been. Yeah. Nice. Oh, That's you know. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think some of my thought was, is um, when we were walking in that dark timber, there wasn't a lot of sign. Like the sign would look pretty old. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I just ain't. You know, I mean, I'm, I know, I know it was kind of a mutual decision, but I just remember like my thoughts on it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It just seems like there's not much activity. Like looking back on it too. Like I got thinking about it. I probably should have looked at the maps a little better and, and found it. Cause there was, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there would have been a big, big bowl area with some, cause there was water way up in there. And, you know, if I would have found a way that would have gotten into that to the upper end of it better, it might have been a honey hole like we found, you know, because there's water and or I think there was open uh, grass and stuff in there, too. But, you know, getting to it was kind of difficult. So I kind of want to go back in there and do some scouting anyways and just seeing what it, that area is like further up in that that darker timber. Yeah, for sure. But because, you know, like that one going through that one, it was pretty rough, pretty tough going. <laughs> but live and learn. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got, too. Sounds good. Well, I'll uh, get us out of here. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, Were you going to say something? Nope. Oh, OK. Uh yeah, guys. Well, thanks for listening to another episode. I know this one was kind of a little all over the place. Spent most of our talk time talking about UFC, but uh, it was fun. It was fun to watch, and I'm, you know, uh, kind of fun to talk about and go over the stuff. So, if you enjoyed this podcast, consider subscribing and liking. Uh, appreciate you guys that listen every week. You know, we see it in our algorithms, and there's a few of you guys that tune in every week and we really appreciate you. <laughs> it's very, it's very humbling. Cause you know, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like, man, there's people that really care to listen to us. So, uh, I really appreciate it from, you know, from bottom of my heart or whatever you want, you know, whatever you want to say, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And, uh, it's exciting and, and, um, glad to, you know, keep growing and getting, getting a little more popular i mean we're taking it's kind of taking its time but you know seems like seems yeah. like we're growing we're growing a few uh few extra listeners every week so it's uh pretty nice uh with that said guys thanks for listening to the struggling hunters and we'll talk to you in the next one have a good week and we'll see you later have a good one guys <laughs>